Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. The main business stories, and as usual on a Friday, we do that with Aidan Donnelly from Davy Stockbrokers. Good morning, Aidan. Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm not too bad, Aidan. End of the week, as we often do these things. Let's start, of course, with that big ECB rate decision, which is in all the papers. A 50 basis point rise, perhaps more than some people thought, Aidan. Yeah, I, I suppose the markets were probably roughly 50 50 uh, in terms of whether it would be a 25 basis point or a, or a 50 basis point. And certainly the guidance back at the last ECB meeting was that it was going to be a 25 basis point uh, increase at this meeting. But then they, there was a kind of a leak in the press earlier this week that, that increased the chances of it being a 50 basis point. And ultimately, you know, they, when, when it came out, they, 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 um, they opted for the, the half percent rise. Now, it's, it's still not clear. As to why they decided to front load <clears throat> the increases in interest rates um, and come off the path that they talked about in, in June. So I suppose from, from the market's perspective, it, it, it kind of um, creates a little bit of uncertainty as to, to what the plan is going to be in the future. Now, the ECB are saying that by, by doing you know 50 now instead of 25, it allows them to kind of a transition to a meeting-by-meeting meeting approach and they're able to look at what's happening with the economic data and, and you know, inflation and all these other factors so that they're, they're less hostage to, to making long-term uh, pathways in which to change interest rates. So, uh, you know, it, it, it is interesting for that, but probably left people, um, you know, scratching their heads a little bit more than, than normal. Now, I was looking at the market reaction. The markets kind of swallowed it. There was no major reaction either in the euro or in major indices in Europe, such as the DAX or the CAC 40 in Paris, or our own Isaac. No, it was it was definitely. I think because the 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 leak had come out earlier in the week, most people had kind of relatively priced it into other markets. And I think ultimately, you know, they, this has been it has been required for quite some time because of the inflation levels where it is. So people knew it was coming. It wasn't a complete surprise. And as I said, the difference between twenty five basis points and fifty basis points in the grand scheme of things, when you when you see you know the likes of the U.S. Federal Reserve going in 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 75 basis point jumps, you know, it, 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 it's not that major for the market. What did you make of the tool which was discussed yesterday by Christine Lagarde? I think it's called TPI uh, uh, yeah. to prevent borrowing costs getting too excessive for certain member states. And that's obviously aimed at Italy. Yeah, it's it definitely trying to target dislocation um, that's happening. And, and what, they're, what they're trying to make sure is that, that it's not necessarily about just keeping borrowing costs in Italy down. It's, it's where, you know, monetary markets stop working or, or start to grind to, to a halt or start getting into trouble in, in, in certain areas. Now, as you said, it's, it's very much a, a, a pointing at Italy because we have seen the, the, the yields or the, or the interest rate on, on, on Italian government securities increase quite a bit considerably more than the, what we've seen in the broader European um, market so far this year. So there is a bit of a worry there. And then you throw into the mix that obviously there's political uncertainty now in, your, in, in um, Italy, given 
Mario Draghi's resignation yesterday. Um, but I think the, the, the one thing to bear in mind is this isn't a free lunch uh, from the perspective of the ECB. And, they, you know, they're going to use it to exert pressure on governments, including the next Italian government, to make sure that you're not going to deviate from, from sound policy. So this isn't a, a mechanism by which, you know, you can make bad decisions and, 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 and you get bailed out. This is going to be very much to, to, from a a market perspective as opposed to, you know, giving free reign to governments. Yeah, and yet the markets will be worried because Mario Draghi, the former boss of the European Central Bank, the man credited in 2012 with saving the euro, um, has stepped down and there are elections in September and they could bring out, bring to power a coalition of far-right parties. Yeah, and that's always the risk with Italy. If you think back over the last decade, you know how many how many different Italian governments have have, have come in, and the political instability is 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 powerful, of course, unfortunately, in in Italy. But ultimately, what many have found in the past is that you are in the regime, the EU regime, and you really don't have the free reign that you think you have, because obviously, so much is dependent on on you know the currency, and and more importantly, given the amount of debt outstanding in uh, in Italy, you know, they, they, they can't afford to just be, be willy-nilly about fiscal policies because they, they have got to service the debt that's outstanding and obviously have access to, to those markets to borrow more as required. Yeah. Now let's move to the papers. The Irish Times has a headline, Irish banks hold fire on non-tracker mortgage rates after ECB hike. Yeah, this is obviously, the, you know, not surprising as we've seen the, the ECB increase interest rates. The big question is, is when mortgage rates are going to go up. Now, the Irish banks are saying that both variable and long and and, and fixed rate mortgages aren't going to change uh, as a result of this. But obviously, the, the one place where you're definitely going to see changes is the 25 billion tracker loans that are in the state. So, by contractual means, they automatically go up by a half percent um, from zero where they are, and and so you're going to you're going to see um, you're going to see that affect probably about three hundred thousand borrowers in, in in Ireland. The other part of this, I suppose, too, is that. Um, on, we've seen negative interest rates for, for deposits and Bank of Ireland have announced that they're going to um, cease applying those negative interest rates on, on um, deposits over 1 million. So that, that's looking like it's about 15 billion of deposits they have that they're going to remove their, their negative rates on. AIB haven't uh, said anything about the, their charge of, of 75 basis points um, on, on accounts of at least a million. Um, so it'd be interesting to see whether they're pressurised to to put it put it through. But I think for for most people, the you know the, the obviously the absolute cost of of um, having money on deposit um, is going down. But there's still a a, a real cost there with inflation uh, running significantly higher than normal. The the purchasing power of the, of those deposits are, are are dwindling as each year goes by. Um, let's move down now to the Irish Examiner, um, and the headline there is "Sigh of Relief for Households as Gas Flows from Russia Again, But the Threat to Supply Remains." Yes, absolutely, and I think that, that it's that latter part that we need to be concerned about because you know we've seen how easy it is for 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 Russia to turn off that gas coming in from the the north 
Stream One uh, pipeline. Hopefully, if it stays on long enough, and and um, Europe will be able to rebuild their their gas storage um, during these kind of quieter months of the summer, so that when we come into winter, we've got got uh, decent storage capacity and and you know reduce the risk, but not eliminate the risk of um, uh, gas shortages through the winter. But certainly for now, it's a it's a real sigh of relief, definitely. And very, very briefly, um, Hugh O'Connell and Charlie Weston in the Irish Independent write that AIB will be told by the Taoiseach to delay plans to remove cash facilities from 70 branches. Yeah, I suppose this is not a surprise given the political, uh, given the, the 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 public outcry that has happened as a result of this. Um, you know, the the natural point is that the the state still is major shareholders. By the, by this article, it looks as if um nobody in government knew about that. Least of all the finance minister Pascal uh, Donu, given no advance. But we were we had on. We had Pascal on the show yesterday, but I need to stress we interviewed him before the announcement from AIB, so we couldn't really? put, we couldn't challenge him with those uh, those uh, branch closures. Uh, unfortunately, we've run out of time. Aidan, thank you so much as ever for helping us with the papers and the markets. That's Aidan Dunley there from Davies. Back. Breakfast business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.